All right, the fellas are back. And this time we are doing the IPF World Championship Fantasy League. We're back at it. Previously, and we got to do this, fellas. I'm sorry, I'm not bragging, but we got to say how you know where you're going if you don't look back. <laughs> okay. Your boy came in second out of 500 people. No Me? Surprise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no, you very no, much. No. Arian, Arian, you're far too on. kind. Arian, please. Arian. Um, everybody Am I probably... allowed to propose a drinking game or is that like inappropriate? Like every time Ryan brags about his hang previous on, performance. Hang on. No, that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to say I lived up to all the hype and, you know, it is what it is. Arian snuck in there with the second place as well for Tide. And that's great. I got second. <laughs> Everyone's seen that coming. Um, Rory got third and uh, Bill's top 20. Your 19th, 18th, which one? We all Somewhere made top 20. We all made top 20 out of 500 people. It's long story short. And now we're back. And uh, let's see what happens, man. Let's see how it goes. So we changed up the rules a little bit. Let's do a quick um, reintroduction of the rules and how this is going to go. Who wants to do it? Arian or Rory? Go ahead, Rory. That. So uh, if you played last time, it's very similar. If you haven't played before, I will explain from the beginning. So uh, we've got a questionnaire set up. Um, it just goes to a uh, Google, Google Sheets. Um, what you need to do is need to pick the person that you think is going to win each of the 16 classes. So it's open only, men and women, all eight weight classes for both. And you have to pick who you think is going to win. Uh, we've got the form set up so that it's got the names, uh, the teams. A couple of the teams are currently out of date, but I will get to updating those. A couple of them are still listed as uh, USAPL who have now shifted to USVI. Um, and also the total that they were nominated with. And so once you've picked all of your eight winners, uh, then you need to assign a confidence rating to each of them. So those confidence ratings run from one to 16. Uh, they are unique, so you can assign each number only once. And if that person wins, you get the number of points associated with the, the confidence rating you gave it. So say, for example, I say uh, Kimberly Walford is easily going to smash the 76 kilos. I'm going to give her a 16. And then when Kim inevitably wins, I get 16 points for saying that. Other way around, if I say someone else is going to win and then they don't win, I get zero instead. So uh, you need to make sure that you assign the people that you're most confident about the highest confidence ratings and the ones that you think are going to be a little tied at the lowest confidence ratings. Uh, in the event that there's ties, uh, that we're going to use this tiebreak as best man overall in the open, uh, best woman overall again in the open, as well as team points for both uh, men and women open teams. If you haven't done team points before, uh, the way that that works is that all of the people in the team uh, who compete get a number of points associated with how high they finish. Um, and the top five of those for each team get added together and that's your team score. So for example, if you're a USVI and you have three first places and also three second places, only your first three, uh, your three first and two of your seconds count. Um, and then we add that all together um, and that is the, the score there. Um, so those, those four things will be used as a tiebreaker in the event that we need that to determine a winner or to uh, convince Ryan to shut his trap for like oh, come on, two man. consecutive minutes oh come on man it gonna happen after this this is, you thought this was bad wait till i win this thing but just one yeah just one important one important thing sorry uh, when you're doing the one through 16 you can mix and match men and women back and forth so you know it could be 16 could be a female lifter 15 14 13 could be men and then so on and so forth it doesn't have to all be you know all women you know on one side all men on the other side whatever so it's going to be all mix and match through all the weight classes 
in on yeah, top that's right. of that. So that's different to last time. So last time we did one to eight for men and one to eight for women. Right. This time we're doing one to 16 combined. We should make more unique rankings. And then on top of that, all of this is told uh, when you sign up, if you, if you log in a week from now and you're like, what was that again? This is already explained on the sheet as well. Right, Rory? Okay. Yes. Um, and the sheet is set up <laughs> right. in such a way that uh, you shouldn't be able to fill it out wrong. So if it lets you click the submit button at the end, it means that you've done it right. Um, right. If you change, decide that you want to change your responses, you can go back and just go it again. Um, and we'll only use the most recent result to, to count as your, uh, your actual picks. Um, so if you do it, change your mind, someone pulls out, maybe you learn some secret information, uh, you, can, you can go in and do it again. And that's, and that's totally okay. And um, just saying some, some questions here, how the leaderboard's going to be set up. So everybody knows, because uh, last time the top 100 got emails. After that, people didn't get emails. This time, instead of doing it that way, which was slow and cumbersome, we're doing it that the leaderboard is always going to be live and present. And you can see at the end of the day, within reason, we're going to update it. Um, where you rest at, because obviously the world championships are several days in a row. So you'll see on the leaderboard. And on the leaderboard, only the information you want shared is going to be shared. And um, I think there was some miscommunication. Some people are like, I think they need access to my Google Docs. Not true. Uh, this is a shared document of ours that's being shared. We don't share anything of yours or anything like that. So it's just straight up on the leaderboard. Um, and you could use an anonymous, uh, a funny name to it or whatever. If you want to be semi-anonymous, do your damn thing. And that's the only thing that will be shared. Am, am I right, Rory? Is there anything else right there that we should add, or does that sound about right? No, that's right. So the first question is, what can we call you? And whatever you put in that box is what's going to show up on the leaderboard. Uh, we, we are also going to grab your email addresses and your Instagram handle optionally, but those won't be shared. So it's only what you've put in that first box, which could be your name, it could be your nickname. Uh, if you really want to, uh, you could put it as your Instagram handle or something like that as well. And if you leave it blank, it'll just be anonymous. Some people if you like, do share the Instagram too. We will tag you in posts when you're doing well or if you're doing really terrible or whatever. So you can get a couple <laughs> shout outs here. If you're doing really terrible, Ryan's going to let you know. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm a humble man. You guys know this. I don't do stuff like that. But uh, but I will keep my eyes on the feed. If I'm not doing well, you won't hear much from me. Okay. You'll be like, well, somebody's been silent the first few days. And you're like, I got a feeling he's not doing so hot. We'll, we'll keep posting it up and tagging King and Lips. I'm like, hey, Ryan, why aren't you reposting it? Why aren't yeah. you reposting? Where you at, man? What, where, where you been? What's going on? You've been silent. He's like um, in the group chat, but he's not opening his DMs. Like that's <laughs> Or I get one of those apps that let me view my messages that you can't see. I see him. I got to get sneaky on this. But um, no, nah, man, there's nowhere to hide. Here's the problem. I talk a big game. I'm going to have to back it up. I'm ready. It is what it is. Um, I am confident with my picks. My picks so I'll tell you what. I've done my research. Um, if I wasn't sure... I was sliding DMs, asking questions. I got sure. So I'm as sure, ready or not, here I come. So with no further ado, I fellas. Like how you just said, I did my research by asking other people to do the research for him, basically. No, what I mean is if got I wasn't it. sure about somebody, I legit would slide in that person's DM and be like, how's your water cut? How you doing? How's the injuries going, man? You know, I, I, it is what it is. So <laughs> um, let, let's, let's kick it off, fellas. And we're obviously going to start with, uh, let's start with, our confidence point number 16. And as we go lower, we're getting into the better and better battles, obviously, because we're lower confidence, but the battles get juicier and juicier. In that way, obviously, let's knock off 
when we start off our highest confidence points, it's the, it's the no brainers. It's the low hanging fruit. Everyone's like, yeah, I got you. Everyone's picking that person. We knock them off out the way quick. And then things get juicier and juicier as we go. So let's start with the 16. Who wants to go first with their 16 pointer? Yeah, so 16, I have Sergei Fedosienko, 59 kilos. Not a bad pick. I also have Sergei Fedosienko, 59 kilo class. Lynchpin? I also have Sergei Fedosienko. Can I rattle your guy's cage? The proper answer was Amanda Lawrence. It is what it is. Don't, what is don't, wrong don't, with don't, you? No, don't feel any two ways about it. It is what it is. Um, so Here's my only problem with that. I'm going to tell you really quick right now. There's all kinds of travel restrictions in Europe coming up, man. And so this is, that, that's that. So yes, she's going to win for sure. If she's there, that is one of my biggest things in this is I was worried about the possible what's going to happen with the travel. Like France just locked down said no Americans are allowed in and are unvaccinated. So like, I don't know what the status is with these people and their shots and this and whatever, but I'm just saying, okay, the, clo- this- the closer you are, the more likely you are to show up. Okay. So this also is actually a good segue. Rory, when are we allowed to make our last changes? Uh, last changes, 24 hours before the first lifting. Uh, not the first day of the open, the first day of any of the lifting. Um, I'll close oh. it up there. I'll, I'll get the, uh, the public score sheet going, all of that stuff. So that's, that isn't actually right before the open starts. It's a, there's the juniors and the sub-juniors before that. Um, so it's about, what about masters? five days. And area. masters, man. You're making it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's far out. Because I leave on the 21st, dog. We're talking the 22nd. Come on, Rory. Give us a few more days. Doggy, why are you so tight on this, man? I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm freaking out. I've got a little bit of stuff to do on the the sand, right? Like, I've I've got to cut it off. I've got to make copies. I've got to publish it. Like, it's not a a one-click thing. Oh, God. Now I'm nervous, Rory. (laughs) I feel like you did this when I said Amanda Lawrence. I feel like this rule changed all of a sudden. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I said, I said, Lawrence, you guys said Fedoshenko and rules change. All right. Well, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So um, look at you trying to push us along. This guy's got like a fucking late dinner date or something. All right. Number 15th. Who is your guy's 15 pointer then? I'll go. I got uh, Leah Bavois, 63 kilo class. I also have uh, Leah Bavois. Bill? Same for me, Leah. You fucking guys. Did I miss a meeting earlier? Or what the fuck? Is this the second podcast you guys did? I got fetish. I mean, we from- actually did our research. So yeah. we all came up with Easy. some responses. Easy. Okay. Uh, I got, I got fetish. Okay. I got fed as my 15. So we're not far off. Uh, fair enough. How about your 14th Rory? Where you at? You could go first this time. Uh, I've got uh, Mr. Russell or 83 kilo. Uh, Jessica Bittner from Canada, 76 kilo. I also have Jess Bittner, 76 kilo. Okay. My number 14 is Leah Bavois. So we're not crazy off. You haven't doubled back to hit Amanda yet, but we're, we're kind of treading in the same side of the pool. Uh, all right. Let's see what happens. Let's see who's the first to pee in it. Your <laughs> number 13, Bill. I have Anatoly, 105 kilo. Oh, shit. Arian? I went with Amanda Lawrence at this point. There we go. It's a a little late, but there you go. Okay. Lynchpin. I've also got Amanda Lawrence. All right. My man, 
You got you guys are all right. Okay, you're catching up. And my 13 and Jessica is Jessica Bittner. So now we're starting to round off. Bill, as per usual, is kind of going down his own lane as he does. <laughs> uh, this is when Bill by the book, Big Bill turns into Wild Bill. And I swear to God, I shit you not. If Bill gets a couple, he's always in the in the lane of if he gets a couple of these right, holy fuck, is he gonna really cut ahead and we're all done? <laughs> you know, Bill does that and stacks the deck in that favor. That's lucky number 13 moving into the top or sorry, the bottom dozen of our confidence, the bottom dozen of our confidence. Number 12, Rory, who do you got? I've got Jessica Bettner. We're close. Arian. I got Anatoly 105s. All right. Second time we heard his name and, and wild bill. Uh, Russ on the 83s. Okay. Now we agree. And that actually frightens me. <laughs> I also have Russ as my number 12. Okay. <laughs> and I think me and Bill finally of converged and crossed paths in this forest that we're trying to trek our way through. How do you do, sir? Uh, maybe we'll hang together for a little bit. Number 11, Arian, who do you have for your number 11 confidence points? Our boy, Russ, 83s. There it is. Rory, who do you have? Given your 11 points to 11 points. I have Anatoly. Okay. And wild bill. This is where I have Amanda Lawrence falling here. Okay. Amanda Lawrence has finally made her appearance. She's uh, she's not in the lower 10. That's good. I have um, Jank Kokak from Turkey in the one twenties as my 11. Bold. It's a For stitch bold with water cut with potential injury but also with about you know 50 kilo on the next person below 40 to kilo or so so it is what it is fellas i i, I went a little bold there number 10 now we're cracking into the top 10 arian who is your 10 pointer jonathan keiko 93s i also have jonathan keiko 93s bill same I also have Jonathan Keiko at the 93s. Hey. So there it is. We all met in the middle of this wild forest here, fellas. Let's see if we can hold hands and yeah. make it out of the weeds together. That's interesting, though, that you got Chank higher than Keiko. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do, man. I, we went over. Did, did, you say your, did you say your boy's going over 900? Yeah, but it, uh, he's. I got confidence that he's going to win it. I got. I'm picking the win, but he's he's had some adversity, and this is going to be more in the area of time zones and traveling, whatever. I got him to win, and ten points is still. He's still the upper half. He's up by they, upper half of all the world champions. They, they potentially could have the same total. What's that, sorry? They potentially could have the same total. Uh, <laughs> or, that would be. Or Kaiko can out total him for sure. That would be, yeah, for sure. Maybe same with Fedoshenko. I could say it could happen. Um, all right, the nine pointer, Bill. Who gets your nine points? I have uh, Joy Namani from Great Britain, fifty-six seven kilos. Good I pick. also have Joy Namani, fifty-sevens. Rory Lynchpin, who gets your nine points? I've got uh, Panna, uh, leader of the French Revolution. Holy smokes. Lynchpin. All right. I got to stop a second here and ask you because as I see it, that's probably one of the most hotly contested. Why, why, why so confident that he's in the 
top half instead of the bottom half in terms of your confidence? Uh, honestly, this is a little bit of a tactical play. Like I, I've placed them a little bit higher than I'm actually confident uh, because uh, in the event that he does win, I get quite a decent chunk of points from that. Whereas if I put him at one or two, and, and that's the kind of thing that can swing the difference between sort of uh, top 50 and top 10, right? Um, so this is, a, this is a gamble on Panna to, uh, to try to get a chunk of points. Kind of like like I'm uh, ahead of win, so all right. Yeah, that's that's not a proper strategy, but it's fine. You can do that. Or or lose. (laughs) It is so. Arian, I rest. Arian, I guess me and you are the top two in this group already. (laughs) I mean, that's it's bold. Um, so that's our nine pointer, right? Hey, at least I didn't put uh, Jane Kit. What did you put him at? (laughs) Eleven. I, I, uh, that's right. Uh, so those are nine pointer. Rory, are you the first one to, who else is, has, still has to go for the nine pointers? You. All right. Let's, let's get myself here. We also got pushy bill. We also got pushy bill. For my nine pointer, I have Jesus Oliveras. The big man coming in. He still, in my books, makes the top half in terms of my confidence due to the spread he has. I am aware of the um, inexperience of the world championship level. I mean, it's his first time, so that's fair enough. And and traveling and having to compete, also not having his coach for the first time. So there's factors which make him lower than other people like, you know, some of these repeat champions have already picked. However, the spread still makes me convinced enough to have him in my top half. Who is in your nine? Bill, Arian, did you guys already give your nines? Yeah, you were the last one, so we're on to eights. Let's do the crazy eights. And Arian, who gets your first crazy eight, sir? I went with Chank 120s. Okay, we're not that far off. <laughs> we're not that far off. Um, Rory, who do you got for your eight? I've got Joy as my number eight. Interesting. Um, and Bill? Uh, Naomi Alibert, uh, 52 from France Shooters. <laughs> um, look, France got shooters, but she's in a shootout. That's 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 pretty high. She's in a shootout, but uh, but you think she's fair? You guys both pick guys are gonna lose already. So, oh yeah. wow, oh, wow. <laughs> All right, okay, fair enough. My number eight, I'm definitely confident he's gonna win, but it's a little it's a little closer in terms of the spread. I got Anatoly in there, um, and he's my my crazy eight. Uh, repeat champion, and he's got a spread, but it's not um, a massive spread. So we'll see what happens. Um, you, you were hyping him up for months, like, oh, you know, he's doing 320 kilo squat for dog, eights and stuff like that. And now dog, you're like, eh, I'll put him at eight and I'll put Shank above him. And I'll dog, hey, on, it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, I've been hyping Shank, and also, um, look, I got him <laughs> winning, I got him winning, and he's still, is he, is that, I mean, it's just on the middle. Right in the middle. He's, I think he's going to win decently, but some of those fellas are pretty good in 93s. Um, or sorry, 105s. So uh, number seven, who is your seven-pointer area? Uh, Nomi Alibert, 52s. Okay. And Bill, who's your number seven? I have uh, Brittany Schlater from Canada. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's kind of uh, all right. Because she's, that's a close battle. That's an extremely close battle. As a matter of fact, she's coming in at a second nomination. So you're picking someone who isn't the first nomination and giving them seven points. A little wild, 
little untidy, but it's something we got to expect from Bill. Okay. Now, at one point, we joined in the middle of that forest, scary place, joined hands, had a couple of beers, sing Kubaya, but now we're parting ways. Um, what's your number seven, Rory? My number seven is Jesus Olivares. And, and that would be on account from what you said uh, previously. You got, you're picking them yeah. to win, but your confidence isn't as high. Yeah, that's right. Uh, risk of bombing is relatively high. Given that he's in America, he has to travel quite a long way. There's a risk that he doesn't even make it make it to the meet, things like that. So, yeah, I've got it. Uh, still think he's going to win, but but not super not super confident in it. My number seven is Joy Naman. Um, I'm confident in Joy, but Joy has there are some there are some killers in that 57. Uh, 57 is no joke. Now she posted up a beautiful 492.5 kilo. Um, and I think she might go 500, 500, 500 deadlift, 500 total. It's possible. Um, but it's the world championships and you got a returning world champion. You got, uh, Bobby butters. I mean, you got, you got some shooters in there, so I'm confident she'll win, but, uh, it's, it's, she's got some battles and how about my favorite number? Lucky number six, Bill, who don't you go first? Yeah, you go first. This is your number, bro. Come on, doggy. It's my number. I gotta go. I gotta pull last. Uh, <laughs> who who you got, Bill? Who's who's six have, besides uh, your boy? Tiffany Chapone from France for 47 kilos. And uh the teenage sensation. You're you're confident, but it's you, is it that you haven't seen seen a shitload yet, or were you resting on? Yeah, we just, I mean, we're in the in the midst of now these bottom like six, seven weight classes are all battles. So right. um, you just got to feel who you feel like is going to, yeah, who you're more confident with. That's all. I feel like, you know, we talked about yesterday or the other day with the podcast that, you know, based off her subtotal, I think she'll be on cruise control after that. Fair enough. Uh, Arian, who's your number six? Jesus Oliveras, 120 plus. And Rory Lynchpin. Number six, I've got uh, Naomi Alibert. Okay. So Naomi has made her appearance. And my man, we agree. 52 kilo class. I got Naomi Alibert winning, and she is my number six. Um, Andy Riley is definitely, I mean, she's five kilo away on the board. And, and five kilo, you could close that gap. That's one attempt. In one, in one spot. I mean, maybe not even if we're talking about deadlifts, both these ladies got big deadlifts and can pull it out. So Naomi Albert is my pick, but it is a battle to be sure. And the 52s is one of the better clashes to watch. Number five, the five pointer. Who do you have Arian? I went with Tiffany Chapon 47s for my number five. Tiffany's got herself a bit of a battle with the Kazakhstan Veronica. And don't ignore your Canadian and, and, and Simone Lai, uh, who's a veteran of the game and been to Sweden, competed at the world championships. Um, and Simone's only four kilo off and Simone's a, a veteran more than more than Tiffany, more than Veronica of the three top. So you could pick Simone and it wouldn't be like a big underdog. We're talking four kilo. With all that, Man, being maybe said, I should change my pick to Simone. Wow. wow. <laughs> you might, you got time. Think about it, playboy. What do you got, Rory? Who For my number, number five, five, I've got yeah. the Turkish 120, Cenk. Okay. And that would be all the reasons you had said before. Water cut, injuries. Right. A little 50 untidy. kilo lead, 40 kilo lead, but uh, but untidy, potentially injured. Uh, 
did that in a different weight class. It's yeah. Never before have you seen a 40 kilo lead and people not be as confident with it, even though it's a 40 kilo lead. Bill, how, how about you? Who gets your five points? Time for the goat, baby. Kimberly Walford coming in U.S. Virgin Islands, and undefeated, undisputed, yeah. three-time, three-time weight well, class champion of the world. Well, well, it's Not either yet. gonna be it's either gonna be her, or it's gonna be whom I'm giving my five points to, Anna Rosa Castellane, who is also battling for the th- first person ever to win three IPF world championships and three weight classes and also going to end up in the, in the hall of fame and is an all time great And the 69 kilo class is definitely the class you can't miss. Um, Cause obviously throw throw in Chandler Babb and any of these ladies can take it, but that was my five pointer. Um, How does it let- feel to be so wrong about that, Ryan? Wow. Oh, wow. Listen, listen, my man. Numbers don't lie, and and two is better than one or three when it comes to the fantasy league. So we'll see. <laughs> so, number four pointer, Arian, who gets your four points? Uh, Emily Measure eighty four plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, she's ahead on that. This is where we actually start splitting on who we think is going to win. The, when we start getting down to the top five points, this is where we actually, usually I think the top confidence points, we all pick the same winners. We're just not allocating the same points. Now we're starting to pick different people. This is where we're really going to start veering off depending on who wins these. And we're already seeing it. Um, this all is right. where I pull away from Bill. You might, <laughs> you might. Uh, Bill, who gets your four points? Yakov Ionin from Kazakhstan, 74 kilos. And he's, he's in a tight race, my friends. Um, Yakov might pull it off. Rory, what's your thoughts? Number four, I've got uh, Tiffany Chiffon, the French 47 kilo lifter. I also have terrible <laughs> Tiffany Chiffon to, um, to take my four points. And the teenage sensation, the teenage Tiffany is uh winning worlds taking the four points for your boy six and establishing yourself as a name in the sport our number three as i scroll to who my number three is bill who gets your three points 66 kilo class strong eddie berglund ah. <laughs> there there's and i think you're the only who picked eddie so this is where we really we're gonna have a massive shakeup. i feel like we agreed on more picks last time um, and we were all close. We we're all like in the top 20 this time. I think some of us are going to be like, not even in the top 100. Some of we're going to be scattered all over the place. This is going to be like a fucking hurricane hit this forest that we entered. Um, and we're all, I don't know who's making it out of this forest when it's done. Arian, where are you at? Who gets your number three? Paul Rambaville, 74 kilos. All right. All yeah. right. And Rory. Number three, I've got Brittany Schlater. Rory, we agree again. I got Britney. That Schlater. is a bad sign. I'm like, <laughs> for me, for me. Okay, you that means can, you can still change it. Now you're making me think of I got to check my redo my picks when I actually submit them. Um, all right, so we both give Britney Slater uh, three points. Britney, a Canadian, and could be the second Canadian woman to win an open world title in the classic. Our number two, two probably points. be the third at that point. Um, she, oh, I have her pick for number three. That's true. Uh, 
Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying she'll probably be the third because Jess, Jess will probably win the day before her. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Thank you, sir. Because Jessica listeners be like, what the fuck you mean, Playboy? (laughs) (laughs) Would you you changing your picks already? Uh, You're right. Thank you, sir. Um, So who gets our two points? Bill, who you got, sir? Yeah, Tony Cliff, 120 kilos, baby. Back to back. He's going back to back. (laughs) But man is, see, this is the thing. If some of these upsets happen, Bill is going to look like a fucking genius. And he's going to come on here. And Dude, he's a defending champ. You're oh, saying he's oh, going to get his upset. How is that oh, an upset? He's a defending champ. Or his points are going to fall off a cliff. Or his points fall off a cliff. Ooh, he's high stakes. High risk, hey. high reward. High risk, high reward. Arian, who you got for your number two points? Kimberly Wofford, 69 kilo class champion. And it's, look at. You, you honestly can't go wrong with any of the top threes in terms of 69 kilo class, but you probably shouldn't go too buck wild with the confidence points because it's freaking tight. Um, it could go either way. So I'm on board with you. Rory, what you got, buddy? Who gets two points for you? Uh, this is an interesting one. At number two, I have not only is it the, the third pick in this class, but it's actually the third different pick in this class. Alexander Eriksson, 74 kilo Swedish lifter. Okay, now... Rory, we're not just in this fucking holding hands. We're back to the car. I, I'm driving, but you're in shotgun with me because I also got Alexander the Great from, from the Great Sweden. Um, I, I think he's going to be king of the north. And this is fucking getting, this is getting a little eerie, my man. I got to, who knows? We'll see. Um, so I thought you guys were holding hands in the hole you just dug for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, I toss out these analogies and whatnot, and my man picked it up. <laughs> All right. Well done. Well done. We'll see. We'll see. So now we're down to it. This is our one pointer. This is the one we obviously think is the closest, most unpredictable battle to pick. We picked them to win but our confidence is lowest of all the world champions we're predicting for the 2021 IPF World Championships. Arian, who gets your one point? It, it's the least confidence, but also I couldn't put the goat at one, so I put Panna 66 kilo class at number one. There it is. Panna would argue you did give the goat one. Oh, he, he can go. He can go talk to Kimberly about that. The powerlifting gods favor him. Win ten world championships in a row, and we can talk about whether it goes. And Pena would tell you, "I'll talk to you in a decade." <laughs> Fair enough, um, Rory. Then who do you have? Getting I have the real point? goat at one point, Kimberly Walford. Um, I think she's going to win, uh, but I think it's going to come down to not only the last deadlift, but probably like the last three deadlifts in a row. Fair enough. And it's it's nothing that Kimberly hasn't faced before. And, um, and she'll probably face as long as she's powerlifting. Bill, who is your one point? IPF Hall of Famer, equipped world champion, world games champion. <laughs> Andre Konovalov. Oh, shit, son. It never it is, man. Um, it would be an upset, but he is a Hall of Famer. He is a you know, multiple-time world champion, world games champion. The guy's a legend in his own right. And he's been around the block for a decade and a half or more. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, you, you, it's, it's not crazy to pick him, but it is an upset. So I can see where you give him one point. My one-pointer. 
is going to be the leader of the French Revolution. <laughs> All hail, Penna. Wait, did you just give Rory shit for picking him at number one? <sighs> no. no. I, I picked uh, him. Uh, Arian, gave Arian, Arian shit for picking him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Penna. Um, Penn is Penn, look, the 66 kilo class is going to be a firefight. And, um, I think, look, if it's going to come down to scrapping it out, nobody scraps like Penn for his reps, nobody scraps like Penn for his attempts. Um, as long as he's got a decent enough cut in Sweden, France, the Sweden isn't a crazy travel, you know, I mean, that's like in, you know, somewhere within the U S like it's nothing overly crazy. So I think Penn in terms of the weight cut, it'll be all right. It'll be on point. And um, he is game to scrap for his reps. So the reason why at one point, though, he got people like Berglund. He got people like Gladkick. I mean, these guys are proven winners themselves. And they could easily pull it out as well. So I had to give them respect. It's not lack of confidence, Penna, but it's respect to the people that he's going against. And there it is, fellas. There is our confidence points for the IPF World Championships. Anybody listening... Um, all four of us finished off in the top 20 out of 500 people. So you could take good advice for any of us, really, if we're being honest. Um, yeah, until shit hits the fan and we're, bo- we're all in the bottom, you know, talk. 400 and this time coming around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my eyes are all over those travel warnings and travel bans. If I got to start shifting things around due to that, I'm like, oh my goodness. But like Rory said, any changes have to be made a day before, which is the 22nd, September 22nd. Um, if that changes, Rory, let us know if you end up pushing it back past the Masters or whatever the heck. But as it stands of right now, cutoff date, September 22nd, um, and that's it. So if you get cold feet on some of your picks, you don't like what you see near the end, you're like, oh, geez, that looked like RPE 10. And that's it. There's no more doubling back. And I'm not too much of a negative Nelly. I don't think I could double back too many times, but um, it is what it is. Fellas, anything else we should toss out there? Tiebreakers. I do tiebreakers. That's right. I'm sorry. I I am. I'm a little, I'm getting a little fucking ahead of myself. What were the tiebreaking questions? It was Royal. You say, sorry. Best overall male, best overall female. Best men's team, best women's team. And um, we're in a bit of a, I mean, previously you guys were the head coaches, but now you're not. So it's not even like, it's not really like there's a conflict of interest picking on the teams now either. Um, So what are your thoughts? I'm interested. All you gentlemen have been coaches at the IPF World Championships. You've been here before. Do you want to start with the team points or do you want to start with best men, best male or best male, best female? Which one you guys want to start with? Let's go best lifters. All right. Fair enough. Let's do the women's best. Rory, who do you have for the women's best lifter? Okay. Uh, I narrowed it down to two names. Um, I've got Amanda Lawrence and Leah Bavois as my top, top two. Um, Based on their best ever IPF points, they're about three points apart. So if Amanda can come in and do the total that she's done before at a reasonable body weight, she's going to have it. However, uh, in her only performance so far this year, she's actually significantly underperformed. And as of this year, Leah's good lift points are, uh, sorry, for like 2021 so far, Leah's points are actually ahead by 
not very much, admittedly. Um, so my pick is, I haven't even made it yet. I'm going Leah Bavwala, and I reckon she's going to make it by like half a point. You talked yourself into it, buddy. And let me tell you something. That's a mistake. That's a mistake, buddy. Okay, you're, 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 you're all right. We're going to let him do it. Arian, talk to this man. I mean, similar to Rory, down to two playing scenarios. You know, Amanda's going to get to see exactly what she needs to be, but Amanda doesn't have her coach there and her, this and that. For now, I'm going to go Leo Bavois. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> and here we are. You, you guys are both saying the queen will fall and someone else will take her throne at these IPF World Championships. Oh, ye of little faith. The, the shooter of shooters. The shooter of shooters. Well, let me tell you something. If you're shooting for the queen, you better not miss. Bill, what do you uh, say? So I, actually had a, I actually had it down to three people here. Um, so join Imani. If she goes big, like we're kind of thinking with like a 500-ish total, she can be right under, like she'll be like about 118 plus points there. So right under uh, Leah and Amanda's best. And then if Amanda and Leah underperform a little bit, Joy can obviously pop in to take it. Um, but again, just because of travel and everything, I'm actually going to go with Leah also for best lifter. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is Who, Who's crazy now? Who's crazy now? Well, all I got to say is if this shit comes down to a tiebreaker, I'm fucking now. Arian, all I got to say, playboy, if we go down to a tiebreaker again, if the tie's getting broken and I'm, I know who's moving ahead and it's going to be your boy six. Um, <laughs> the queen isn't getting unseated just yet. I got Amanda Lawrence to be the best lifter. Leah Bob was my girl. I think she's going to, she's going to murder it in 57. I think she's probably, or sorry, in 63. I think she'll probably even put up a total that's higher than uh, the 69 kilo class. And I think she's totally going to show out. Um, you know how much confidence I got in Leah. However, I also think Amanda Lawrence is going to put up a total that's going to outclass the people who weight class up. And that's the much confidence I got in Amanda. Um, Amanda's going to be queen at the end of this. And uh, we're going to see only time's going to tell. So it, it's interesting. We're already splitting hairs here if we end up in a tie. Now let's move on to the men's. Who is going to be the king of kings, the boss of bosses, the champion of champions? Arian, who do you have for the 2021 IPF World Championships male best lifter? You know, that one's going to be a close one, too. I mean, between Russ and Keiko's best, they're 0 0.08 points difference, which is like, you know, just a little bit of body weight difference. Beneath that is, you know, Gavin Aiden looking on the outside in. He's going to maybe win best junior lifter. Um, be interesting if he scores more points than the open. Then you got guys like Anatoly and stuff like that. So I was bouncing back and forth. But right now, I'll go with our boy, Russell Orhe. Okay. Rory, you're shaking your head there. And you look like you're thinking. And I hope you're not coming up with uh, your answer this, down the spot. This movement is a, is a, is a nod, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> sorry, be, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I'm, I'm, You're a hard I'm nodding my head because uh, similar analysis to Arian, I think based on their best totals, uh, Jonathan and, and Russell would be neck and neck. Uh, but like I talked about in the uh, men's preview, we know that Russell under pressure performs at least reasonably well, sometimes really well. 
We haven't seen that for Jonathan, and I suspect he is not going to put up the total that we have seen it from him before. So for that reason, I'm saying Russell or he as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bill? Do you yeah, agree? same as the last one. I mean, obviously, you know, Russ and Jonathan are, you know, look like they're going to be the top two. But Anatoly, if he puts up something crazy, man, I mean, his, his highest points he hit, he actually was over, he, he weighed a little heavier. So if he can do something match like that at his actual, you know, making the weight class, he's going to make it interesting for sure and be right in that, you know, 118, 117 plus range too, points right there with Russ and Jonathan. Um, but that being said, I think that what Russ did at U.S. Nationals and how comfortable everything kind of looked for him sands the last deadlift that he missed. But um I think he has a he has enough in him to put up a bigger total at Worlds than he did at Nationals, possibly. So I'm going to go with Russ. I'm going to agree with you, gentlemen. I got I got Russ taking the throne. Um, obviously, Atwood's not here to defend his title, and it would have been nice if Atwood was there. Everyone wants to see the king, you know, lose his crown in a straight head-to-head battle, uh, but it's just not the way it's going to roll out. However. I'm going to echo your guys' sentiments in terms of Russ now. Russ has been battle-tested. You know, he's not new to this. This is his third world championships, and he's been through so many different scenarios now that, I mean, he's traveled and previously won in Sweden. He's battled back from almost bombing out to reclaiming or keeping his title in the U.S. Raw Nats. He's seen it all, and he's been in high-pressure, close battles with people like Brett Gibbs, in, in major showdowns, so the pressure's not going to get to him. Um, and I think him, in terms of him versus Keiko, Keiko doesn't have any of that. Ex- he's got he's got experience. His U.S. Raw Nats was definitely an experience, but I think Russ has got a little more. And uh, in terms of Anatoly, well said. Anatoly could. I, I'm not sure. The guy's gaining like crazy, and that's the one wild card that I'm not entirely sure about. Anatoly is that guy who could show up. With how you like me now, I got 20 more kilo on my total. Like, I don't know where it stops. So, so, so the one thing with him, right? So, like, if he ends up being comfortable going into deadlifts, Ashton's best ever total in the 105s is 950.5. Right. So, I can definitely see Anatoly shooting for that 951 or 952 and a half or something like that. And that could actually legitimately put him above. Russ and, and Keiko there. So, I mean, it's really not out of the realm of possibility that he's, no. he's going to be in it for it. And plus he's also competing last. So he knows exactly what number he needs to beat. Also, if he wants to just kind of throw a deadlift on there and be like, fuck it, best lifter, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And he might. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think for us Nats, when we were picking uh, like best overall, we were doing it with like very high confidence. Right. Like if we were putting percentages on that, we would have been like, you know, it's like 80%, 85% Atwood, maybe even more than that. Whereas here today, it's like, uh, like we're all saying Russ, but like, it's not, not, not sold by any means. Right. Yeah. Because all four of us got the same answer. Um, you're right. We're all, all four of us are also being like, but if Keiko just pulls it all together and is like, you know what? I learned a lot from my U.S. Nats experience. And um, I'm making adjustments and he goes 900 plus and has a phenomenal day. Or if Anatoly, who this is only his third 105 appearance and he already tacked on 20 kilo onto his first appearance. And if he tacks on another 20 onto his third appearance and keeps cruising like this, um, I mean, it, it's, it's his. 
you know? So, and, and not only is it his, he's in Ashton Rouska territory where um, Ashton on his best day might be able to beat him, might not. So uh, it's interesting, man. I'm, I'm super amped up to see the IPF World Championships just to see how it all plays out. Let's get into now the team points. Um, fellas, it's going to be interesting because you guys have all coached at the YPF World Championships. Two of you would have been at these before the suspension came up. I don't even know if we should let you guys uh, give your points on this because I don't want to get suspended. But I'm going to go against my my best uh, my best judgment here and hope no one from the IPF is listening. Um, who wants to go first? Arian, I haven't heard you talk in a hot minute. Who do you have for the men's open winning team? Oh, you flipped it on us, huh? We went yeah. women's and men. And All then right. now... Let's do women's first. Let's do ladies let's, first. All right. Let, let's do women's. So I was looking at it um, for those, again, just to repeat what uh, Rory said is that, you know, the f- top five point scorers are what's added up to a total. So you got to have depth on your team. And then the other thing is that you get 12 points for first, and then it drops down to nine points for second. So winning that first place is a lot of value. And having a flip between two teams where one gets 12 and one gets nine is a big shift. Um, So I was looking at it, and it's like, you know, there are some good teams out there. Like, I was looking, obviously, at USVI, but they just don't have enough depth. Like, other than, you know, Andy, Kimberly, Chandler, and then uh, Amanda Lawrence, like, they don't have other lifters that can come up there and get, you know, 12 or nine or eight points. So it's difficult for them. Same thing with the ROC, you know, you got Angelina, you got some other lifters there with uh, Inafila Manova, but they, again, they just don't have quite the depth. So I think it's going to come down to France versus Canada. They're the ones who have the full teams. They have enough lifters up top. And there's a couple of battles like, you know, Tiffany versus Simone at the beginning. And at the end, Emily versus Brittany, that could, you know, be the flip to cause the points to really shift. And it could come down to that 84 plus, that final session, who wins that weight class could determine it. So I went back and forth, but I think, you know, the Canadians are going to be outgunned by the leader of the French Revolution. He's bringing all the shooters. And I got France winning the women's team. I can appreciate your assessment. And if you're looking at it, with all of our conversation leading up to this, like the 47s, you got Tiffany, 52s, you got Naomi, 63s, you got Leah, 84 plus, um, you got Emily, and, and all of those ladies can win. And if you don't have them winning, are they silver then? That is a fuckload of points. On the yeah. flip side, on Canada, 47s, you got Simone, um, 57s, you got the reigning champion, Maria T, uh, 76, you got Jessica Bittner, and then 84 plus, we got Brittany. It's literally the exact same type of proportion. These are two juggernauts clashing. It's just, who are you picking to win the individual showdowns? You can't really go wrong either way. It's that close. Having said that, Rory, who do you have? <laughs> um, so my top three going three upwards. Third, I've, I've gone and estimated how many points I think each team is likely to get based on, on the way that I think it's going to shake out. And so I've got in third place, USVI, 43 points. Second place, Canada, 48 points. First place, France, 50 points. Now, so I'm going to point out that I've got 50 on France and a 48 on Canada. And there's three points difference between coming first and second. So like the difference there is is basically nothing, right? Like Arian said, like that, that's the difference between uh, Sim pulling it together on, uh, sorry, Simone pulling it together on uh, the, in the 47s and coming first instead of second. 
or, or, or something like that, right? Or, or the difference between uh, Shizuka Rico and the, the second France lifter in the 50, 52 class. That's the difference between her coming second or her coming fifth, for example. Um, so I think it's going to be tight, but I'm, I'm saying France. And Rico, I tell you what, could easily pick up point. Yeah, they, they can all, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people down there. Um, Bill, what do you got, my friend? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, so again, like we said, you know, those three teams, you know, your France, Canada, USVI, they all have four lifters that we're very confident that are going to be one, two, maybe third, right? Yep. Um, so it really comes down to possibly that fifth lifter and who can be the highest scorer of that fifth scorer on the team. So it really could come down to, like we were talking about before, is someone jumping from eighth place to fifth place on a deadlift at the end, that doesn't really mean anything to anybody else except for those coaches that know what's going on. Um, but that being said, I feel like France will have the most winners, and I do feel like their fifth place scorer will be the highest scorer of all the fifth place scorers. So I'm going with France number one, um, and I'm just I'm still up in the air with Canada and USVI to be honest with you. Um, but I think just the strength of the, the fifth lifter on the Canada. So I'm going to go France, Canada, USVI, same as Rory. Okay, so this is where, like, everybody knows your boy's Canadian, and I'm not going to win any fucking points talking about team points. I'm not winning any back home with the people listening to this, but I have Dude, to... Are you Canadian? You should have said something. I have to agree <laughs> that uh, France is probably going to take the team points here and take the team title. Um, if and, and you if you were looking at my picks, you would already know if you do the math. Um, I have France winning some pivotal battles. I think Canada is going to collect a lot of points. I think it's like Rory said, it's going to be super close. Canada's got a lot of good lifters. This is a really strong year for Canada and USVI. Um, this is probably one of the best team battles we've seen in, in terms of the world championships, but this is France's year. I mean, France is, uh, if all goes well for France, they're going to have a, they could have several world champions, um, it's, it's, and, and some mega stars. And, uh, I mean, the battle's got to take place and we'll see how it all shakes up, but it is close. How about this? I'm going to change my, I'm not going to change my pick, but whoever wins the 47 class between Tiffany and Simone wins the team title. I thought you were going to say right. 84 plus. Cause didn't you pick Brittany to win? Well, yeah, no, she, I know she's going to win that. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm more and, confident with Brittany. And you oh, had yeah. I, I think. I think Bill's right. If if Sim can win the 47 kilo for Canada, that greatly swings the probability of Canada winning the overall team points towards Canada. Like it goes from 55% France, 45% Canada to like 60% Canada, 40% France. The thing, like the reason why Tiffany's a strong one too is she doesn't cut weight. So even if she's inexperienced, sometimes when someone's inexperienced and they're cutting weight and it's international, but France to Sweden is not a big, it's, we're talking a train ride over no weight cut time zones, relatively friendly. That's why even with an experience and she pen is there, she's going to have her coach there with her, um, which some, some lifters aren't going to have. So that's, I, I, I know what you mean, but it, usually a teen first time in the scenario, I'm a little iffy, but there's a lot of things that make me more confident about her than ordinary. But anyways, you guys are right. It's, Some it's super light as well. She was 50, 45.6 at her most recent meet. So she's well underweight as well. Yeah, yeah. And this and is her fifth international meet. She, she's, and she's been to Sweden. She's done the trek over there. Believe me, man. I'm, I'm, 
Hey, uh, if, if, if you're going to ask me who I want to win, I am Canadian for God's sake, but um, I'm just, you know, I'm not betting with my heart, but it, look at it's, it's 370 to 366. This is a, this is a close battle. Um, if Simone wins, I couldn't be more overjoyed. Let's talk about the men's team points. And this one, uh, <laughs> Rory takes a big deep breath here. Oh Lord, Lordy, Lordy. Arian, what do you got, my man? I mean, it, it's a similar thing, again, looking at which teams have depth. So, like, you know, you again, you look at USVI, and they could have three champions and not win because outside of uh, Russ, Jonathan, and Jesus, they don't have any more firepower to really bring a lot of points in. Then you look so at, like, France. And France, okay, you got Panna, you got Paul, you got Quarantine. But, again, you don't have the depth to it. You look at some of these other teams like Kazakhstan, you got Yakov and Nikolai, um, Ulan. But again, they don't pass those three lifters. You don't have the depth. Then you look at ROC with Sergey. You got Evgeny. You got Gladkick. You got Andre Konovalov. You got Konstantin. And so they have Levon. They have more than five lifters that are going to be in that top three and can bring that depth. And so I don't think they're going to have the most champions, but they're going to put up enough points between 12, 9, and 8. ROC, unfortunately, some people might be mad that, you know, Russia's still there and they're going to win the team award, but I got them for, for the win. ROC. Um, it is what it is, man. It, it's, it's, you're right. It's not all about the top end. It's about collecting points. Bill, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's based off all my picks. I got ROC going. Jay-Z will be happy. That's a, that's a piece to Jay-Z. Rory. Are you agreeing with these fellas? You know, it's funny. I actually thought I was going to have a really controversial pick and uh, I can see who's already submitted their responses to the uh, fantasy league. And so I can see what everyone else has said. And uh, only, only 8% of people who have made submissions so far have said ROC, but I, my, by my analysis, ROC is going to win as well. Um, so based on, based on my, my best picks for how things are going to shake out, I've got in, oh, I don't have these in order. That's confusing. Okay. In third place, I have US Virgin Islands, 37 points. Like you said, three potential world champions, but then their fourth man is probably only going to earn one point. And I don't even think they have a fifth man. Um, France, I think 43 points. They've got a few people who are uh, po will possibly or likely become world championships or come sort of maybe second or third. Um, but ROC is bringing not quite a full team. I think they might've had seven instead of the, the full eight, uh, but they're, they're bringing a lot of people They've got a lot of people who are likely to come first, second, third, maybe fourth. And so they're actually going to be able to add the, the, like the full complement to the to their score. Um, and so by my guess, ROC is going to come in with 46 points and they're going to win. Hmm. Did, did, uh, did Rory just admit to insider trading? Do we have to uh, kick him out of the league? <laughs> so, so Rory, you don't have Sweden in the top three then, huh? I don't. I have them just outside the top three. Okay. Yeah, Didn't you I've, pick I've Alexander Eriksson to win? I did. Uh, yeah, no, I've got, uh, I've got Sweden at 33 points uh, okay. and fourth as was, was my guess. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I will also go with ROC. Um, they are unheralded in terms of like the, the champion I got them picking or I'm picking for is Fedoshenko in the 59s. Um, some of the more popular weight classes, I don't think they're going to win it, but they, they seem to have shooters in all these weight classes. You know, you, you can't talk about the 120 pluses and not talk about Konovalov. Um, you can't talk about the 66s, which is a massive battle and could go either way and not talk about Gladkick. 
I mean, Levon's in there, um, Constantine's in there, you know, and, and they're probably going to podium and be in position to, to like in um, pretty much every single weight class, they got somebody. Um, and if you believe Billy, you think you even think they have someone in the 83s for God's sake. So it depends on how, how favorable, even in the weight classes oh, that former uh, champ, bro. Former yeah, champ. It's true. It is true. Um, so they're consistent, if not the number one. And in the end, it is eight weight classes and eight opportunities to collect points. And some nations, while collecting the top points in some of these weight classes, aren't collecting points in all of the weight classes. And in the end, that's going to hurt them. Um, so I'll agree with the ROC assessment, fellas. Uh, this is going to be the tiebreakers. And we'll see if we even get that far because we have, well, individually against us, I don't know if we're going to have many ties like we did last time between me and Arian because we seem to have a lot of different picks this time. But uh, against other people, who knows? Who knows? And that's the beauty, too, of the 1 through 16 as opposed to the 1 through 8 that we did last time is that there's a huge swing. I mean, like, you know, you know Ryan picking, you know, Shank at uh, 11 as opposed to me picking, you know, Tony at 2. Right. I mean, that's a nine-point swing either way. And, you know, yeah. it's really, really tough to come back, you know, one way or the other from that. So. You know, it, it definitely makes it way more wide open with the one through 16 for sure. Now, everybody be honest right now. I got one question. Everybody be honest. If you me. can, I got a feeling Arian's not going to be honest. He's sneaky. Be careful. But let me ask this question. Who not after this? Racist, man. Who, what's that? <laughs> no, no, go on. Okay, righteous man. Um, that's your new nickname, by the way. Rory, the righteous man. Um, who after this discussion is second guessing some of their picks, not picks, Man, but confidence I was guessing some of my picks. I was second guessing some of my picks before this discussion. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'm not second pick. It's second guessing most likely the points who, who, who wins, but I might shift points based on people post training, but some people don't post training or maybe shift the best lifter. But like, you know, we might get something big, like, Oh, this person's out, this person's injured. And we're all going to have to go update. Well, Here's I mean, the look, thing. The four of us, we're not updating. There's no updating between the four of us. You can't make those. That, listen, a country pulls Rory out. Rory said. Not Rory listen, said. Yeah, that's fine for everybody else. This is this is posted on the podcast. The four of us are not updating. This is this our is entertainment. This, this is, is showbiz, baby. With. This is showbiz, baby. <laughs> we're uh, we're looking it in. It's, it's high risk, right? It's so when everybody listens here, listen to our picks, and then you you know put your stuff in after us and try to beat us. But we're not changing. Ryan's going to delete the recording right now. Right. <laughs> this will never see the light of day. <laughs> or I'll just wait until the end. I'm like, holy fuck. Um, I got to severely edit this. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, fellas. Uh, is there anything else we should toss out there? Do you think we covered it pretty well? Go to the Grams, search King of the Lifts, click the link tree, sign up for the Fantasy League. Thank you, my man. Make sure you tag us photos uh instagram posts instagram stories anything like that make sure you tag us um i don't know about these guys but i i, I love to get involved in the in the conversation i'll you know all, all that stuff so uh yeah put your picks in uh tag us make sure that you uh talk some shit about uh bill and arian's picks and uh, ryan's picks as well i guess that feels like low-hanging fruit <laughs> nice you like if you want to pick on the pick on the week of the bunch but it's a bully move and, and it's a not a classy move to pick on the week um fair enough and also we have a discord if you guys want to hop in there talk about picks talk a little trash in there as and not just now but as the championship is going on hop in the discord i'll be there calling the action as it takes place but in between 
in between each session from bench to deadlift, I'll be hopping into the Discord and, t- and, and talking a little trash and see where everybody's at. Um, so by all means, all of these links are in the King of Lifts bio. Uh, so click the link tree and find it and, and we'll do our damn thing. And fellas, we wanted to get this done in an hour and we got it done in an hour. One more question for you before okay. we go. Okay. Just let everybody know your man six pack is competing at worlds coming up. What day, Ryan? Uh, the 26th. It's the Thursday. Okay. Thursday, the 26th. Now I need your confidence picks confidence pick on where you're going to place and how confident you are about yourself. Actually, it's not the Thursday. It's the 23rd. I think I am. Do I have that right? No. Let's see. When's when's masters four. Oh, let me tell you his confidence is one he doesn't even know what fucking day is you know what day what day is it right now (laughs) um saturday the 25th is platform one masters 174 and platform two masters 183 okay there it is that's me here we go on the 25th saturday the 25th uh looks like a 9 a.m session one how you feeling what's your confidence my friend i'm feeling fucking good buddy i'm feeling good Uh let's hope everything stays together the body stays together um where are you ranked in the nominations third I'm okay ranked third so i'm in i'm in i'm in striking distance i'm okay. definitely uh i'm in position for a podium if everything goes okay well so we'll have to see all right so we're confident with that well i'm confident confident in the podium i'm confident in the podium sir one through 16 give me something give me something um i'm gonna give myself 16 sir 16 for the podium. I like that. Oh, yeah. I almost said one because it sounds cool. And I was like, hold on a fucking second. That means the lowest confidence possible. (laughs) All right. Important question, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Who is going to be handling you on the day? There's only uh, there's only like six kilos between you and the guy above you and five kilos between you and the guy below you. Like who's handling you on the day and and, and how good are they going to be? It's Jeff Butt, Team Canada. He's one. He's one titles and before and been doing this like in powerlifting for like 35 years he was the canadian president at a stint uh he's won international titles himself and done like so many fucking world championships as a head coach so we're good canada always has like the best of the best when it comes to handlers and we have like a whole program in place so we're and he's he's handled me at nationals he's handled me at local meets so we know each other well too it's not going to be our first our first go around, which is good too. Yeah. Like we have a good back and forth and he could read me. Um, and there was a time too, a quick Jeff, Butt story, I remember I was, uh, we were going back and forth on what he thinks I should get. Well, what we should put down, we have 60 seconds. We're going back and forth. And I think, I can't remember if I was saying, um, I was saying seven and a half and he was saying, he was saying two and a half. And I was like, nah, man, it's gotta be seven and a half. He's like, the best I could do for you is five. And I was like, dog, I'm confident though. And he goes, fine. Slams his book shut. And he goes, but seven and a half you get. <laughs> and I fucking, like, I'm like, holy shit. And my man doesn't, I'm a grown ass man. So we're going back and forth. But the way he did it, he's like, fine. But if you want that, you better get the seven and a half. Hit the seven and a half. And afterwards, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I talked to you in the seven and a half. He's like, I talked you into seven and a half. I wanted you to have seven and a half, but I needed you to fucking fight for it. And I was like, cause I needed this for the position I had. And I was like, God damn it, man. He's like, I know you. So that is when somebody knows you, they're like, I need you to say it. I need you to fight for it. I need to know how confident you are. Cause if you weren't confident, if I pushed and I let you, you, I let you let me talk you into five, you would have done five. 
because you, you you don't you don't have the heart for it. And he's like, I, I need to know. So it was it works well, man. My man knows what he's doing. Anyways, Jeff Butt story to cap it all off. Thank you everybody for listening, and uh, until next time.